Gamers! Welcome to another episode of Bonus XP, and we get to talk about one of the coolest series out there. We're talking about Legend of Zelda today, and specifically, we, yeah. get, to, we get to chat about Ocarina of Time. So back, I think back, that... Um, back, back, back again. Yeah, exactly. I feel like I feel like people know what this game is, but I, I don't know. Maybe someone out there doesn't know, but this was uh, N64, 96 or 97, something like that. It was it, a really bad time for me when it came out. Did we, oh, yeah. Did we talk about that on the episode? God, I don't even I remember like what maybe happened. we did. Um, my parents divorced and my mom moved to Indiana uh, that year. Mm. And the way to make everything okay, I feel like I've talked about this once, was my parents bought me, my grandma bought me an N64. Oh, okay. Game. So, like, that, I feel like it was very much, uh, hey here's this feel better about yourself yeah well, here's, video, here's video games <laughs> nice nice my my uh my parents also got me ocarina of time and an n64 it was a christmas gift and it was like i think i talked about this in the episode it was like the best christmas I'm like oh my god i can't believe i got this game but yeah it was it was a fun one so lots of initial good memories and then just good memories playing the game overall but maybe maybe patrick you share a memory with me first i want to hear something that we haven't talked about yet about the game maybe. uh <laughs> like what made it special yeah yeah um Let's so this game in terms of all of the Legends of Zelda's, I think really was great because you have this whole aspect of the shocker of kid link to adult link. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, I think it really got into one of the first times you see that transformative play style that you do see in a lot of the future Legends of Zelda, like Link turning into um, Wolf Link. <laughs> yeah, a wolf or being able to ride on a train or a boat. I know those mm, aren't necessarily mm-hmm. like the same thing, but I feel like it's kind of the same concept where I feel like this is when Legends of Zelda had a, that like, what is that one little twist on the formula or yeah. um, Majora's Mask with the whole like resetting time Groundhog's Day over and over. aspect, <laughs> like Legend of Zelda Groundhog Day. Yeah, <laughs> because the Legends of Zelda before this were very much like go to this dungeon, solve the puzzle, go to this yeah. dungeon, solve the puzzle. And that they're still good games, but I feel like this is the first one where there was a little bit more intuition in terms of, or intuitiveness in terms of like the design. But what do you think? Yeah. I, yeah. That, that does make sense. And I could totally see what you're saying. I think that's definitely part of it for, for me. I think a big key aspect is, um, I don't know. I, it's weird. I don't always like talk about visuals making the game, but I think the visual upgrade here made a really big difference. Mm-hmm. But the really, first the first 3D, it's in 3D and it's really good. And it wasn't just like that sloppy, I don't know, Bubsy or like something bad where oh, they right. moved to 3D for no reason. Like it made sense. And Nintendo has a high pedigree because they did this a couple years earlier with um, Mario 64, which also moved to 3D really well. And just seeing this world expand and just become something totally different. It really did feel like I was taking the seriousness of a link to the past jumping down into the screen and then being in a 3d realm and i could be link in that world and that was really cool like it was just Mm -hmm. super cool and it brought a lot of new like feelings and emotions in the game for me too where again link to the past is the one i played before it a lot more whimsical colorful fun and this game still has that but it's also dark and there's scary moments and there are bosses that are quite frightening and so it was it was a neat thing to have and it just it had it just had a big impact. It was a really good uh, shaping game for my like, you know, gamer culture, I guess. I think that's a good thing to put too, where, the, you know, this is kind of a darker spin on mm. a Legends of Zelda game, whether that's games in the future 
a war games that had already come out yeah because like you said a link's awakening very whimsical very cutesy story and this one i think starts out with that really cutesy story as well until you get that time change and you jump yeah. to the future and, and like the everyone's dead <laughs> yeah right. like oh no it's like <laughs> you couldn't have like pulled that sword out and maybe jumped like two weeks later you know what <laughs> yeah I mean? like, exactly you gotta go was it seven years yeah seven years yeah like that mm-hmm. um yeah i think you don't see we didn't see that a lot um when we were younger where you had more adult undertones in gaming because you know like you think of mario 64 mm-hmm. paper mario uh like even Star Fox. i feel like some of these games didn't really have that yeah. they were just like fun and gamey where this one was really no we're trying to tell a story yeah and that, that makes sense because i mean nintendo still has that brand right now that we're like we're the toy system, the one for kids, the fun one. And mm-hmm. this can't, you know, granted, it's for kids. Obviously, you and I played it and other people did, too. But it has a serious tone. And I think it's a good telling representation that kids can take things seriously and they can have more adult themes and things like that. It just it makes sense. I also really loved um, what I think, like, one big thing that pushed it further, too, was uh, and putting huge quotation marks around this voice acting for better or for worse <laughs> for better. Yeah. I mean, like I yeah. hearing links noises, I think were really great. And, you know, That's like good. the same thing, mm-hmm. Mario 64 around the same time, you're seeing some of these characters um, be voiced and have yeah. things to say, which I think is really nice, even if it is just like subtle grunts and whatnot. But on the flip side, um, we have to talk about the fairy in the room and we're not talking about me. Uh, <laughs> oh my Navi. God. Okay. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I love it when those jokes just come to me. It's okay. Good. Well, great. <laughs> <laughs> um, Navi was not great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, like, I think the addition of a guide is great. Mm-hmm. I think having something that's telling you what, where to go or what to do. Mm-hmm. If you're Watch out. Stuck, yeah. <laughs> or pointing out, but the constant, constant, constant berating, from navi i mean like all of the memes mm-hmm. for it are, are like they are real like it's not even blowing it out of proportion like it's real yeah, i agree i think um again for the uninitiated like navi navi is necessary in a sense because they represent the the z targeting system and how the nintendo teaches that to you which was intuitive and amazing by the way it's fantastic but i think the the nuance of it was easy to pick up and you didn't need that much guidance. And I think they did better with Majora, like when they did that one. And I can't remember the name of that fairy, but I know it was purpley. But when that one came out, it was same idea. Was and it, it was Link, Link, Linkle? I don't or something or tinkle i don't know are you thinking of tingle <laughs> not no. that one uh anyways the the purple one someone will correct yeah, me the pur- in the discord down the road uh it's not like it's the basis of like a huge part of the plot right it's not it's like not that. but it, it was <laughs> but no but it but it is though yeah <laughs> it, it, it worked better because it wasn't so in your face it's just hey here i am and now you know how to do it but right to nintendo's credit i think navi is helpful and if someone does need sure. need guidance it's there but after i see you know a moblet up in the air i know i can z target to shoot it but i'm in my 30s now so i definitely did but back when i was like 10 you know maybe i'm like oh yeah that's right and so it, it can be useful maybe maybe a toggle a navi toggle is what they should probably have well and we didn't have that back then like you think of some games now like the most recent um star ocean game where mm-hmm. literally the entire game you have something telling you where to go and what to do almost to the point where i think it's a huge disservice i think like there should be some cognitive skill where you have to figure out somewhat 
Mm-hmm. Do, mm-hmm. I see. Like, you got to put some effort into playing. <laughs> right. So I don't think it, they really had that balance of how fair. do we create a guide and like program it to be fair? Like, I, yeah, I like they yeah. just didn't have that capability or they didn't really have a lot of games to base it on then. It's true. It's true. Uh, I Before I lose this thought, you said like, what was your joke? The fairy in the room or something? I thought you were going to yeah. go towards the great fairy and how that like screams when she comes into the room. And no, it was so that. it was so weird at the time. And I'm like, this is kind of frightening, but I don't know. It was, it was still kind of fun. And then, so, then you still see it nowadays, too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like a, you, you it's weird because you think of the fairies in uh, a link to the past and they're just mm-hmm. fairies. You know, yeah. I mean, like they're a larger version of like you, what you think of a fairy. But for some reason in the N64 <laughs> games is where this whole sexual trauma yeah. of the, <laughs> sexual the trauma is women. Right. Like for me, I'm like, this does nothing for me. Mm-hmm. Also, these are drag queens. Like, yeah, because they're, they're sitting there like this and they're looking at you. And I'm like, what is going on right with now? Their, with their conical boobs. Yeah, yeah, the conical yeah. boobs. And they're like moss clothing that just cover up enough. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, there, there's there's something there's something odd going on with uh, <laughs> Nintendo and how that has carried out. Yeah, they, they thought that movies. was the theme that needs to keep going. But I digress. Um. OK, so. I need to know where this game ranks for you in the whole pantheon of Legends of Zelda games. Yeah, I'm sure we're going to have different opinions on this. And we actually I don't think we talked about favorite specific when we did our Legends of Zelda episode. I think we talked about like like favorite era. era. Yeah. 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 Makes sense. I think. um, I mean, Ocarina of Time is so impactful and it's it's going to sound so cliche, but I might rank it as my favorite one. Um, I don't know if it's not that it's it's going to be like Link to the Past or probably my favorites. But I think it's because they those two games, totally, they kind of in tandem represent like my first experiences and really good experiences in 2D and 3D Zeldas. So like I would pair them together. But sure. for this episode, I think in terms of 3D, yeah, Ocarina of Time is really good. It, it just it it delivers on so, so many things. And in this little podcast here, we haven't really talked about you know, also the music is really good. The story was really fun. Um, there's crazy fun side quests. So all, all these things really come together to make it a complete package. And then my th- first... you wouldn't think that 3D puzzling would work out, but it really does work out in this game. too. Yeah, it does. And like some of the things are annoying, like like bomb shoe bowling was really annoying in a sense. But like I kind of liked it. Like it, it was fun, mm-hmm. like in the jankiness and like when you got it, you're like, yes. And like it was just a neat thing to add. And, and I, I don't know, like when all those things come together and they just really just really hit it off and it was really good so i think i I rank it very highly if not the the favorite one that i've played um i would say it's up there for me i wouldn't Mm. say it's the top and i think it's personally because i prefer a little bit more of the the whimsy in Mm -hmm. legends of zelda i think it works better for the series especially um you meet a lot of like quirky characters and thinking of um uh Tears of the Kingdom, you meet characters mm-hmm. like Addison, the sign guy. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if characters like that with these goofy personalities work really well in serious worlds. The serious ones, yeah. And uh, like the series is completely full of those types of characters. So for me, the ones that are a little bit more like I don't want to say cutesy, but have that whimsy. Whimsy like, is good. Um 
help me out here wind waker are wind waker are yeah like okay the little uh, <laughs> are you are you conducting yeah okay <laughs> uh wind waker is probably my top uh for that That's reason i think it also like it it reinvented how you did zelda for yeah. the first time and i think that's why i really liked it where this one was still even though you have the time travel mechanic it's very status quo because the set the time travel is very similar to um Link to the past where you know you're you're going into two worlds back and the, forth the two yeah. Worlds. yeah so but i mean like it's still up there the, I, I specifically remember like all the puzzles hold, holding up really well mm-hmm. being very fair for my 11 year old brain and being able to mm-hmm. navigate them and just having like a good time where i wanted to see as much of that world yeah as possible you know and like yeah. when they re-released it for the 3ds that was also very exciting because you got to see it look a lot more polished yeah um, also i just got to play it again and i was like this is great like this is a good game yeah. to, to play again yeah absolutely absolutely like i i bought that and i we still have that uh for the attention of scott playing it because i wanted <laughs> to see like you yeah, probably a good one. wouldn't like this on n64 but like the this 3ds version will be fun and, yeah. and good yeah yeah Light, light enough story but yeah so but it, it's it's not top it's definitely not top for me okay. um, but the internet I mean, the internet's gonna come and tear you apart because that's what they would say well i mean <laughs> that's kind of the beauty of you know series like this where i think justifiably you could say that there are a lot of great entries i feel like sure also this is kind of like final fantasy 7 for a lot of people where it's good because it defines their childhood but I think it's good because they've been told that it's the best yeah. the entire time and not because they actually know why it's the best. Yeah. And you like, I know very, very much you agree with this. We're not the type of people where we're just going to say something's the best be- because, yeah. you know, you, like, we need, you need to put on a critical hat and think like, what is the good thing about this? And a lot of that will be like personal preference. Like, and you uh-huh. said, like, I don't think you're faulting Ocarina of Time for not having a lot of whimsy no. and stuff. It does not have that. I agree. And if you're looking for it, you won't really find it. But I mean, what you will find is the solid gameplay, like good, good voice acting, like you said, good visuals, all those things you can critically claim for are there. But if the fun factor isn't quite what you wanted, like, it is what it is. You know, you just have another game that you like more, which is which is yeah. great. You have a series that has so many good entries. It's it's fantastic. And like for I know a lot of people like speaking of this instance would rip Wind Waker for, you know, like the having at the very end to search for the pieces of. Oh, the yeah. And, the, and you, yeah, you know, and like how that's not necessarily the most fun thing. But when I think of a game like Wind Waker or um, if I think of uh, Twilight Princess, which I know is the complete opposite. No whimsy. There's yeah. something about those two games that put a smile on my face mm-hmm. where um, Ocarina of Time, like gives me like a little smirk of joy but those two games like really make me smile like i don't, yeah. I don't know why maybe it's because they're the polished versions of what um, what ocarina Link started mm-hmm. yeah, yeah yeah so what ocarina was, was starting um which is kind of what we talk about when we talk about final fantasy where like the playstation one final fantasies are great but like the playstation two final fantasies have that like nice polish yeah to them, yeah where you they got it they got the formula down now <laughs> yeah so so maybe that's a part of what it is too makes sense makes sense well the fact that we have so many good entries is just impressive so i yeah no matter where where you land on what game you like most like you have a lot of good options to choose from yeah even if it's the D, the ds ones with the drawing like those are still really really good games like they're they're quirky but they're still fun Agreed. um this game though and like 
us being those kids where we do have the memories of this game where we mm-hmm. can cite things without having to like replay it in the past year. What were some of those times, like those things that were just kind of like, wow, I love this. Like, this is so good. <laughs> I love this. Um, I think one of the standout ones to me is uh, fighting. I don't remember the exact dungeon, but it's Bongo Bongo, the the drums. Oh, yeah, yeah. And like yeah, he's yeah, hanging yeah. and you can't see Beth use the lens of truth. I thought that scary was really boss. Cool. So, yeah, scary, scary boss. Scary boss. Scary boss. I agree. That was pretty that cool. Bo- and that boss design has been mimicked in mm-hmm. not only Legends of Zelda yeah. future games, but so many other games oh, really? in the future mm-hmm. where it's like I have to take out the arms and then I mm-hmm. have to do something to the head. But like, yeah. It, it's awesome like, yeah it's, it's, it was so awesome. awesome and i think it's fun because like the dungeon leads you to know that you need to use lens of truth to do stuff but once you drop mm-hmm. in there like you don't see anything and if you're like not thinking about it you're like why am i dying and so then you see it and you're like holy shit so it's it that was a good one that one will always stand out to me as a, a really fun boss battle uh boss battles for me uh the first the, the goma queen was really scary oh yeah for the big the, that's because, the first one mm-hmm. yeah, you, yeah you're like running around and you can hear it on the ceiling yeah it's and like I, scary i didn't <laughs> i didn't know you had to initiate the boss battles so i'm like there's this giant ass spider <laughs> yeah that's right you gotta right make now, it drop down <laughs> like right now um that it could fall at any point but um then you have to initiate it and it's not as big of a deal i think the mm. other boss for me that was really cool was the the fire dragon the, the king dodongo yeah no 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 not king dodongo oh oh um Vol- volgaia volgaia whatever something the one that like the that. one that flies around yeah up in the air there's just something about that boss arena and mm-hmm. the hammer being yeah. like a pretty cool uh weapon you know or a tool in like yeah. zelda and like striking it with the hammer was just so much fun so mm-hmm. that those those are good memories for me what else for you what, what were some other good memories uh i mean I, I didn't know it was coming, but we talked about it earlier, but just pulling out the Master Sword and then jumping ahead, like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I think from, like, Nintendo Power, like, I knew that older Link was in it, but I didn't know it was, like, the same dude. So, like, it was it was cool. And, like, getting the three stones to get there um, already felt like an adventure. And then I'm just like, bro, that was the tutorial. <laughs> like, And then, like, yeah. you get the real yeah. thing. Like, that was really cool. And um, I, I always, always, always... We'll say one of my favorite songs is the Temple of Time music. I just I don't know. It just hits. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> so and then good. even the even the Ocarina, like the song of the whatever one that teleports you. Oh, God, it's like it's the so song, good. Song of Time. I think it's that one. And I'm just like, it just hits. And I everything about that scene is, is so cool. So cool. And then seeing it on the 3DS and like seeing that again and knowing it's coming. Just even thinking about it now is goosebumps like all over. Again. Yeah, the the soundtrack of that game in general, I think for me, is a win like mm-hmm. the desert music. Yeah, or, yeah. Uh, the Kakariko Forest mm-hmm. like you and I and because of Ashley Birch um, and uh, <laughs> hey, Ash, what to play. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just like. Sorry, yeah, like all the the music is definitely a, a highlight, and for us, mm-hmm. it's like a memeable highlight. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's good. What was your favorite um, dungeon out of all of them? Favorite dungeon? Um, I can say my least favorite dungeon is not the Water was Temple. The, no, it's oh, not. Oh, really? It, it's okay. still water water related. I don't like. Is it uh, Jabu Jabu's belly? Jabu's belly. Yeah. Yeah. It's just uh, it's just a little frustrating. Um, my I favorite... think Jabu Jabu's belly is okay. Yeah. Except for the mini boss is really annoying because mm-hmm. he moves so fast and you have to hit him in the butt with your boomerang. Yeah, the boomerang. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 so you know what I'm talking about like it's that circular yeah. mm-hmm. arena. 
um, with the spikes and whatnot. Exactly. And, and you have to like r- keep running and get close to him and you have to like strike him in the butt. And it's so hard. I, I, first of all, I love striking things in the butt, but oh it's God. so hard to do because he's so fast. And like, so that, that was a, a lose for me, but yeah, what was your favorite? And then I'll tell you my, uh, so favorite. I'm, I'm, I'm blah, blah, blah. I can't talk. I am tying myself between, um, the, the first one, the, uh, great deku tree i just think it's mm-hmm. a really good intro but i'm also between um i think it's the forest temple where you fight phantom yeah, ganon yeah, yeah. that one's really fun and um oh can i give well you you've played all of tears of the kingdom can i give a spoiler yeah did you find spoiler for tears of the kingdom did you find phantom ganon yeah i did yeah i did i did not expect that and i was like oh buddy here we go and like it's pretty similar to like that one in a mm-hmm. basic sense but yeah, that that whole um, like finding the pose in the dungeon and finally getting to do like adult link and his repertoire of weapons and whatnot. And even just how you get to the forest temple, it felt really good. And that was well, a you're really all well you're limited one. on what you have again, because you right. can't use the slingshot. And I feel like there's right. something else that you can't. Use you don't have a, you don't have a boomerang yet. I think you have a hook shot, but like I know I know no, you, you, have your, you get the hook shot there. Yeah, yeah. I know you have like your bow or something like that. So it's it's a little yeah. bit more restricted, but it just it feels really good. And then it feel it just it's really good. Can't can't argue. Yeah. The, what about yours? Is, um so well maybe you don't get the hook shot there maybe you get the hook shot on the water temple the water mm. temple is my least favorite because <laughs> sure. it's like and I, I not even be again this is not something that everyone has told me oh you can't like the water temple i mm. legitimately just don't like this the water temple i don't it's, it's okay yeah <laughs> it's not that like dungeons need linear design where it's very clear to tell where you're going it's not mm. about that it's literally just the fact that you keep on having to change the um the, the, the elevation of the water oh, yeah mm-hmm. and if you don't have a good memory you can't remember like oh i had to raise it to the second floor now that i have this key to go back mm-hmm. here where flat design or like not or even just being able to go to another floor without having to change one element of the dungeon um it's sure. tedious yeah. it's the most tedious dungeon my favorite same as yours um there's just something really well designed about like the haunted forest uh temple i think it's really strong yeah um i, I really like the wolf enemies uh um, yeah that's right phantom, phantom ganon boss battle is really incredible it's with him epic. like riding mm-hmm. in and out of the paintings and like mm-hmm. and, like it's it sets you up for when you fight him later i think it's just packaged really well it's a great introductory first dungeon because i i don't like the first dungeon in a link to the past um once you're once you go into the dark world oh, okay i think it's i don't think it's a great one mm-hmm. um because it's partially a rehashing of the original first one um and i i don't know there's just something about there wasn't anything like really exciting like okay why does it matter that i'm in this place it was really just more game where this didn't feel like more game this felt like an evolution you know what i mean yeah it did it did it felt like you were going to the next step you weren't just rehashing something already it was just like basically it was really like here was the tutorial and now you're playing the real game and the real game was like i hope you know what you're doing because this is what you're gonna get thrown at you yeah exactly and there are a few places where like it's kind of easy to get stuck i feel like that's when the puzzles get like just a little bit you gotta think you gotta think about it you have to think yeah. about it. yeah i agree yeah. dang what a game yeah what <laughs> a game well jason why don't you wrap us up here uh i guess i'm just thinking about ocarina of time um now but you if, play it. <laughs> i know i want to play it uh if you want to talk about ocarina of time please hit us up on our discord and and keep chatting with us this is going to be great um and then 
I don't know. Um, if you want to see more of our content, you can follow our podcast. If you're already not a patron, join our Patreon um, and just keep talking about games all over the place. Yeah, uh, you can definitely find us on Instagram or Discord at HeyRPGamer. We had a great time with you today. Now go out there and get gaming. <laughs>